0: Hey guys, I just want to take a few minutes. to Thank you again for listening to the newest episode of our podcast. I also want to make sure you guys knew or know that we actually just launched our website last week. It is at www.thebarkeepsofredania.com. We're really happy to launch it. It, It's pretty awesome. If I look back five or six months uh, from where we started, uh, just a small little channel um, that just had a relatively off the wall podcast. And now we're kind of growing this into a brand which i think is awesome uh and our our brand is planned to be a lot more than just uh going the witcher card game it's actually planned to be maybe get to some esports of some sort it sounds like a far-fetched idea now but at the end of the day where we are now sound like a far-fetched idea about five or six months ago so guys it's all because of your support we incredibly appreciate it we're kind of uh blown away by it so thank you guys so much again and we hope that you continue to listen and uh, hit up the website and without further ado our next episode hello guys welcome back dark temp 66 aka Joe we got a new member joining us today we're gonna to be talking about intro to northern realms uh, if you don't know probably the strongest uh, faction right now I would have to say uh, with its new shield wall mechanics but we'll get more into that but let's introduce the newest Member to the team, podcast member, Lememski, tell us about yourself, what you like to play. I don't know, whatever you want to tell us. Secrets, no secrets. Um,
1: well, hi. I'm Lememski, and I've just recently started playing Gwent. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I've started playing um, start of beginning September, and I hit Pro Rank today first oh, time yay. <laughs> so, yay for me
2: had a um, one. <laughs> Not everybody had such an easy run I was playing for like a year before I hit pro the first time
1: <laughs> Doesn't ah, yeah. I, I was I was really lucky and I had awesome help and uh, the community was really really good to me so uh, yeah
0: yeah so there you go and she's actually going to be our ambassador I think first is that correct so if you guys... So I heard, yes. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't get that memo, congratulations, I'm telling you now. Yeah, she she, she
3: started off with the tree archer and she's like, I want to play with, with the sexy girls. And so I was like, all right, that's definitely the dry <laughs> It's
2: too <laughs> yes. bad you missed harmony, that was that's where it was at.
0: That's not Skelliga. So... Yeah, so I lost my train of thought. But yes, in case you guys didn't know, we actually just launched our website a couple days ago. The Barkeeps Keeps of Redania, so if you want to use see it take shape, uh, exactly, www.thebarkeep.com, it'll actually be where the Faction Ambassadors will also put their their blog posts, their decks, meta, all that good stuff. But let's get into it. We're talking about Northern Realms, as we always talk about first. What's the best cards to make with Northern Realms if you're new to the game? Um, Amphibious Assault. Yep, that's that's the first one. It's definitely <laughs> Amphibious Assault. Yeah. Why do you say that? Cause I mean that's it's
3: an echo card.
0: I mean we all know
3: what the echo feature is by now. You know it comes back at the beginning of the next rounds on the top of your deck. Lets you pull any Northern Realms card that's nine provision or less, and for that gap of provision, that whatever you pull, it will boost it by that much as well. So if you pull a four or five, it's gonna get a four boost. Yeah, and sometimes you can come swinging out with 13 points easily with some of the boost cards that Northern Realms can dish out. Yeah,
2: Another one I would say would be uh, Donomir Troy. It's the defender, but in my opinion, it's my favorite defender out of any faction in the entire game. It has seven power as a base. It has two armor and a shield, right? And when you're looking at Northern Realms as an entire faction, you'll notice they play a lot of units that have, you know, row effects. So they rely on having things on range, for example. And a lot of cards have formation, so you have to keep them safe on range. So this Defender helps keep everything in place while your engines start to go. So uh, it could be put in just about any deck uh, with any different leader ability that you have for Northern Realms. So definitely Donomir of Troy.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of cards. I'm sitting here trying to think of what I would pick. but like, uh,
2: I mean, years. if
3: we're going to talk about the big cards...
0: Um, definitely Prince
3: Ansees, you know, the, he's the de facto leader of the duels, you know, he's, he hits hard, you know, duel is a very interesting mechanic now with the introduction of shield wall into the game, yep. you know, a six boost, or a shield wall charge on an Ansees to a six
0: with the shield will kill a 16 card, it's nuts. Yep, and you got Salt uh, Kirk as well, um, yeah, Bloody Baron, there's just, there's just so many cards. Yeah, war elephant, and then we have Varaxis Prince. Like Northern Realms has a
3: heavy pack deck that they're constantly throwing out on you. I like
2: a El Dyko as well. Give anything Zeal as long as she's inspired, meaning boosted, and then of course the order is boosting something by five. So a Dilko, or a El Daiko, there we go, plays really well to a lot of the cards that have order, which is very common for Northern Realms as well.
0: Yeah, she was super strong when there was no shield wall because just dropping out cards, like you'd have to rely on waiting for, let's say, Bloody Baron or something if you didn't play it formation correctly. But yeah, she was super strong before shield wall came out. I mean, she still is super strong, but I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot Uh, of things you can do with it. Somebody else I would recommend making, and it's not
3: seen very often, just simply because she doesn't really do much... But uh, Queen Adalia, you know, she spawns and plays, you know, a base copy of a bronze unit from your hand, yeah. and then gives it a shield. Like that's perfect for um, now. With the introduction of the Redanian archers, you know, with them being protected by shields, while well, as long as they have armor on themselves, they're building up a charge every time with the barricade ability. Uh, we well, got so- a big one, guys! Come on, Anna Strenger. Well, and his default, <laughs> so
2: it's important in every single deck. I can't think of a single one you play without it, man. If it's boosted or inspired, it's gonna you know boost adjacent units every single turn by one. If you have it beside like a tridum, for example, on either side, you're getting a passive four points per turn. It's huge. Yeah, and it's only seven provision, right?
0: They synergize. Yeah, those cards just all synergize way too well. Because as you went on talking about that card, I'm like, oh crap, how to forget about that card? Then I'm like, oh wait, what about Visigoda?
2: I swear it should be eight provision instead of seven. Yeah. I'm just saying, but yeah, I think, I'll keep my mouth closed. <laughs> I think
0: we were talking about it the last episode, that if you look at, like, the provisional cost for the cards and one of the best on the Realms deck, you're just kind of like, what the, f-? you know what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like the provision costs are high enough for it, but I guess, you know, we, I guess two seasons ago, we were saying Northern Realms is weak or weaker. So I guess it just it just keeps changing, you know? Yeah,
3: and then, um, I mean, if we're talking, like I said, another card, you know, we have draw power with, you know, AA being introduced recently with Master Mirror. Uh, I would say John Natalis got a much higher pick rate just with the introduction of AA alone because he can now pull out Bowling Oils, AA, uh, any other card that has, or any Northern Realms card that has a Warfare tag on it. So that could be Smoke Em Out, uh, what are reinforcements. the other ones? Yeah, reinforcements.
0: I really like that that smoke-em-out deck that first came out when um when the season came out. You know, playing smoke-em-out with your, with your was it the Frigate, right? Um, uh-huh. That shit can get out of control, especially if you play like, uh, uh was it Visigard? I think it is, right? Armor? Yeah, Master Visigard, one. yeah. Yeah, it just, it's It's crazy. I mean, the smoke them out was good. I don't, I, it def- definitely wasn't as powerful as I thought it was going to be, but yeah. Um, yeah. So you don't do see it do too often anymore, to be honest. No, you don't. It's and that's super hard to deal with too when you're talking about just you know keep adding a soldier every single turn, um, and having two of those because they're bronzes. That's it's even more difficult to mess with. Yeah. Like.
3: Uh, Carrick Frigate should honestly probably be like an eight or nine provision guard. It plays for way more than a six, (laughs) it can easily play up to 18 points if you know if you let it stick around long enough. Yeah,
0: so yeah, what other uh, what else? I know we're forgetting all sorts of stuff, but uh, you know, what's the one of the big decks that everyone's playing with uh, Northern Realms?
2: Right now it be Shield Wall, Triple Duel, so they'll use a combination of generally uh, two charges of the Prince on Sayas, followed by a Selkirk for a third duel. Um, often you'll see that accompanied with maybe a Bloody Baron for a hard reset, or uh, in some cases a War Elephant, uh, which when it has crew, a.k.a. between two soldiers, it has the ability to boost by eight. Um, so it's a really good 16-point slam, given that it's eight base power, then you're adding a boost by eight. So quite a few ways to play the same thing, but there's definitely some common factors, which would be Anseus, King Varaxis, and Selkirk.
3: And of course the Frigates. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have to include Fallibor and, um, yeah, I just, just get... and Philippa. Fallibor plays, plays, plays for a <laughs> pull 13 if you manage to kill the three, the two, and the one units. Uh... So, I mean, 13 for an 11 provision card is nuts. And then we have Philippa. You know, she does 10 damage, but she doesn't come with that much power. She's sitting at a 1. So, I mean, she does 11 for 12, basically. And then, I mean, if we want to talk also about even more draw power, Vernon Roche, you don't see him very much now with the introduction of AA. But Vernon Roche can sometimes you know, pull some really good cards, should you need them, if you don't have the draw power that you want.
0: Yeah, I mean, you had you had that card, um, then of course you had, like, the Blue Scouts, and uh, what was the soldier's name again? Uh, drawing a blank. Commando, commando deck, you can always get out of control, um, then of course playing, uh, man, I'm drawing blanks today. Commando, <laughs> the commando deck with, uh, Yeah, I probably should have pulled up my card list. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It helps. It helps for sure. it helps to to pull up your card list. There's
2: a lot of cards in the game, man.
3: Although, I will say this. um, With Boiling Oil being the only offensive purify that... Well, not only, but one of the only options that Northern Realms has to purify their opponents' units, they don't have too much purify on their side. I can only think of one card that's
2: actually a Purify. What's it called? Yeah, it's uh, Kud- Kudak. Yeah, Kud- yeah. Kudak. Oh, yeah, he, he purifies like, left and right. but. Um, and the only other one would be the Cursed Knight, but you're transforming your unit, so it's not really beneficial.
3: Yeah. like no, That's probably the one thing that Northern Realms is lacking in, but I think that's probably why. Um. You know, that every faction has to have a weakness in some sort. Northern Realms will struggle against Nilfgaard any day with the memo locks that they can throw down on their units. I'm sure Leminski's seen that plenty of times, right?
1: Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: I'm saying.
1: I'm hearing all these parts, and I'm going like. What?
0: <laughs> you are a pro, aren't you? Come on. Yeah, you're a pro. I mean, yeah. Yes,
1: I know the, the, the Shield Ball deck and, and the Triple Duel and the Double Duel. I'll play that, but yeah, that's where my uh, knowledge ends. <laughs> I mean, I've only been playing for three weeks. I can only we're, remember that many cards.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're basically saying which decks do you have the most trouble against? Like, when you play what faction do you find it tricky to win?
1: Um, I think my number one is the Millen deck of Nilfgaard. Seriously, it makes me want to... Okay. <sighs> it's just annoying. It it just frustrating.
3: Yeah, I think she went up against the deck like that today, where she got her entire deck milled. She had nothing left, but she somehow still won. So, like, it was still nuts. She had like I think what four or five cards in hand and still managed to to win by a good 20 points on the guy. Whoa. Yeah,
1: I was completely out of cards. It was insane. It was yeah. When
3: you have those matchups,
2: what I find to be the best thing to do is essentially try to play very front heavy, get out a bunch of powerful stuff, waste a lot of really good cards early on to make a huge lead. This way, you get a quick pass. Um, Just because if you can keep the game shorter, then it gives them less time to, you know, shuffle your deck out.
1: Yeah, I have trouble figuring out if it's milling deck first. I mean, (laughs) it's yeah, it takes time to to just establish the fact that you're being, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 100. So I mean,
0: someone, someone who's like super new to the game. Uh, what what kind of advice would you give people almost, for climbing ladder? I mean, you did it s- super quick, very very. I nice. can it one back. Uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. It's a program little, what, game. What, what, <laughs> what recommendations would you give new players?
1: Oh my god! Um, spend money. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, I did later on. But no, I didn't. Didn't spend money. I just went in and. What kind of recommendations do I have? Well, don't start with Monster. Even though everybody says Monster is the thing that's easiest to start with that, don't. <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just, um, I I enjoyed uh, starting out with Scoytel. And yeah, I don't know what recommendations I further have. I just was very lucky, I think.
3: Yeah, I think, just like I said, when when I first found the Mimsy stream uh, through Dark, and then, uh, you know, when we spent time trying to figure out what kind of depth she wanted the first day where she was trying to learn how to play Gwent, you know, on stream, what was really surprising, and everybody kept pointing it out, too, was... How do you have so many scraps? Because, you know, she had played the game initially, I guess, in beta or something, where, you know, she had some way where... You know, CDPR said, "Okay, well, when Gwent comes out full release, you know, we give everybody that played in the beta fifteen thousand scraps." So when she started off, she had that many scraps, and everybody in the stream kept saying, "How do you have so many scraps?" And she was able to yeah. make three meta decks that day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, no, I remember uh, I used to play Hearthstone, and um, I quit that, and then someone told me like three years ago that uh, maybe Gwent would be something for me. So I made an account and that was it. I never played it, never did anything with it. So when uh, Dark advised me, oh, well, maybe Gwent would be something for me. So I installed and I tried to make an account and I said I already had an account. So I gambled my password, I gambled it right, and all of a sudden I had like 16K scraps. And that was the topic of the week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think, it, I will say, though, with with the game, it you can pick up decks, but if you really don't know how to play them, uh, it really doesn't matter, you know, how much money you spend. So I think a lot of it comes down to understanding the concepts, and that, I think, with at least with when I started playing it, even now, I still have hard times understanding the concepts with decks, unless I play, like, them 100, 200 times, and I, maybe it's just because I have a small mind, I don't know. If you, watch <laughs> my, if you watch my channel, you're probably like, yes, that's exactly why. And you still play the decks wrong, so...
1: Well, I mean, I guess uh, the community helps a lot. Just listen, take tips, uh, hints, and whatever you can get. And and the community is very, very, very welcoming to new people, at least to me. <laughs> so, and uh, I still have issues with, I mean, even though say Monster is probably one of the easiest, uh, to me, it's one of the hardest. Maybe I think too difficult, I don't know how it works, but at the moment I'm trying to get the hang of um, uh, Rage of the Sea uh, Um I won my first two matches, uh, not that long ago. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny you brought, brought that up about monsters, because I actually have been writing some of the monster... Uh... Stuff for the website because we don't have a monster ambassador right now, and that's exactly what I put. It's it's one of the easiest concepts to get, but it's one of the hardest factions to play because it's, monsters don't really technically react too much of what the opponent does. It's more about just getting and playing as tall as possible, as quickly as possible to outpace your opponent. Um, yeah, of course, it does have some cards with overwhelming hunger and using death wish to capture and destroy. But, if you watch a lot of monster decks, it's more about just building super tall. So, and I, I mean, I, I'm the person that, you know, didn't know Noon and the whole Blutzy Warp thing, so, yeah, so it's not that easy, right?
1: Well, okay. I thought it was really, really hard, so yeah.
0: <laughs> so, we got, is it a couple days left? Are we gonna see a patch? Is that what's going on here? Yes, yeah, it... so the patch notes come out tomorrow,
3: and then we have our lull period, you know, between every season normally. Uh, I think this will be your first new season on the Remski, right? So, like, the starting yeah. you know after tomorrow, yeah, it'll be a brand-new season. Um. So, like I said, uh, the patch notes come out tomorrow, and then they let everybody sit on them for, for, for the day, let everybody figure out what they're going to like about it. And then in that time frame... The game kind of sits in like a dead period where they basically shut it off so that way they can introduce all the new mechanics update everything and then we'll get to play it the following day so
1: okay yeah so, so they introduce a whole bunch of new cards or I then, have no idea.
0: there's probably, probably not cards been. in this one I don't yeah think it'll probably be, large, be a bunch of reworks it'll be more yeah reworks like provisional changes maybe removing some statuses and abilities from certain cards like Ethereal got had a huge status change. The last one, Caranther, huge status change. The last one. So, yeah, some cards you will see are super popular, and tomorrow they will be no longer played. So,
2: (laughs) okay, can't wait.
3: But so like like we said, uh, from one of the people that I've watched, you know, on Twitch. He did leak it saying, you know, there will be another expansion coming this year. Uh, so it's been pretty much slated that CDPR wants to release two expansions per year.
1: Nice. <laughs>
3: Master Mirror that came out, what, three months ago? Maybe two months ago at the most? Mm-hmm. And then now we'll get another one before the end of the year. And it's supposed to be on par, if not bigger than Master Mirror. So can't wait to see that. and It might be included with the new Journey Pass as
2: well. But something to note for new players, right, because a lot of the people viewing the podcast are going to be pretty new to the game. Just because there's an expansion, it doesn't mean, like, you have to catch up from the very beginning and then you're even more behind. Generally, the meta kind of revolves around the new expansion with some of the older cards to complement, if you guys can agree with that. You'll notice a lot of Master Mirror Cards right now are in the meta builds, but then there's a couple of the old ones to help complement it. So it's still a good time to jump in, even though a new expansion is coming soon.
0: Yeah, I mean, you...
1: I mean, I jumped right in the middle in something, yeah. so <laughs> worked out fine.
0: <laughs> what, what do you guys think changes-wise are coming, if you had to guess?
3: I believe that, you know, obviously Nilfgaard is definitely going to be the center of it. They already said Nilfgaard's just way too weak in terms of the meta with Shield Wall, and, you know, we have Rage of the Sea. Um, and then now with Nature's Gift Symbiosis, and then with Congregate getting a big buff um, for the Fire Sworn, and the Sacred Flame rework. So, you know, is slacking in terms of play rate and win rate. So, I mean, we, we could only guess what they're going to get. I would assume maybe they might get something centralized more about landing, you know, and making spies more effective.
2: I would say with Syndicate, it probably comes down to that Pirate's Cove, eh? I'm not over that one yet. I think they're going to make it better. Yeah. No one's using it whatsoever for leader abilities, so it just makes sense they reworked that leader. Yeah, we can only
3: guess what they're going to do. I I mean, I haven't really seen any leaks about what the patch notes are. I'm constantly on Reddit or on any of the other sites looking for potential information that I can share with everybody.
0: Yeah, I think there's probably going to be provisional cost card increases to Skellige and um, Northern Realms maybe increasing how much it uh, provision or how much uh, the, reducing the provision it costs, or the provision you get in your deck for playing shield wall. I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot of reworks there. and Like you said with Nilfgaard, I don't know. I, I guess I, I, I can't put my finger on what made them so fall off the ladder. Guess, no pun intended, you know, with that faction, because they have just, you know, they're just... Not- I mean, if we, if we really want to
3: get down to, you know, like, to what it really is that's caused Nilfgaard to fall off a lot, it's honestly the introduction of veil. Vale. Yeah. Veil vale really, you know, hurt Nilfgaard a lot. You know, with the ability that you know, no statuses can be placed on those cards. Masquerade ball is it's it's a lot harder for it to land now. For it to be more meaningful, they have to now purify in order to land the poisons, or you know, purify to get despise status now. So like, yeah, it's same thing for locks. Like that's veil vale, totally changed Nilfgaard's game.
0: I think people have made the point before that you know if Masquerade Ball is is gone, Nilfgaard really doesn't have anything, and I think that's starting to more and more become evident. I mean, of course you have spies, and of course you have Mill and stuff like that, but you know, we're talking about major multiple decks that can be played for a faction. I think with Nilfgaard it's it's pretty it's pretty limited on what you can play, and yeah, you know, I know when I'm playing a Ball deck and somebody throws out a Karathi Heat Wave, it's like okay, well. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, GG. Okay. Automatic Again, yeah. <laughs> <Is that okay? laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys have any like crazy ass decks you've been playing, like fun meme decks?
3: So yeah, uh, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I was telling you guys the other day when I was streaming. Um, it was one of the decks that you know I had never seen before with um, a guy when I was playing with my symbiosis deck. So I got my homage right up to about, like, 20 points. And I'm like, okay, she's not going any higher. I'm done. And he was baiting me into using a Purify to get it up even higher so that way I didn't get it poisoned. And then he started boosting it um, on his own. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you boosting my unit? And he got it up to, what, 52, I think, is what it was, uh, Q? Something like that, 49-50 area. And I was yes. like, why is this guy boosting yeah. my Homage And I I just didn't think anything of it. I thought maybe he just gave up. And so I'm up by 40-plus points on the guy. I'm like, okay, it's an easy win. He's got two cards left. There's no way he's going to swing 40 points with two cards. And then he plays Vladimir. Vladimir turns all my power into armor. So Hama goes back down to her base power of four. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? And so I lose my 40-point lead. And this guy plays Iris uh, Shade next. And she's a neutral. Um. And then she basically steals all of that armor and replaces it as power for herself. And I was just like, this guy just swung 50-plus points on me in one card. I was like, what just happened? And he beat me. I, I, was, I was floored. I, I had no answer. Because when I played my Gord, it still wasn't enough. I just couldn't come back from it. I had just never seen a deck like that before.
2: It's funny, because they had that one unit just sitting there with 50 power. Yeah, exactly. No, was good. that
3: one that was thing powerful in the game? They had one unit with fifty power, and it was enough to beat me. Was it the, Was it the la,
0: was, Did he have last say?
3: Yeah, yeah. He had last Say like I killed his Vladimir because like it was just sitting there. He baited me into using Karathi on it, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely gonna play Gord last, thinking I had it won. And if I would have played Gord first and then Karathi, I would have won. But like I wasn't expecting a fifty point swing
0: with the single card, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think sometimes the one thing I have with the Gwent community, and it, it maybe it's just me, but, like, people really follow the in-meta decks more than anything. So, like, you kind of come across the same decks, like, over and over again. But some of the mm-hmm. decks that people, like, make, like, homebrew decks are some of the most fun. Like, even, like, if they don't win, I actually have more fun playing those decks. Like, I think that's probably why I didn't get as... Like I didn't make it anywhere near pro, like I was just messing around with meta decks like the Kelly or not off meta decks, like the Kelly deck that uh Freddy Babes came up with. And I saw I don't know if you guys have seen this deck by uh I apologize if i get my the name pronounced wrong. Fushia Briefs has a triple Deathwish deck that uses Weebus Incantation to pretty much play Death Wish card abilities three times.
2: I made this two months ago, I swear, I swear to you guys. You? Did you? <laughs> and I did not post it. My friend Prodigy can vouch for it. We're in this house, I'm like, check
0: this out. It, yeah. And it, it's like the exact same thing. Is it really? Yes! It's funny because I made a Nilfgaard deck that played off Sienna as well. Uh, and I just couldn't get it to work because they always dealt um, with, uh, with my defender or not having a defender. It seemed like they were always holding that card. But... I watched him play this deck. That deck looks like so much fun, dude. It looks like so much fun. So if you came up with that deck before, that's badass. I mean, is it pretty much the same deck, you know, like with Werecat? I'm Era, so pissed. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was doing triple Harpies, triple Manicors, triple Marunas. It was sick.
3: <laughs> what?
2: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the only crazy. thing was it was so hard to pull off. I'm like, if I post this, I'm going to get roasted. Uh, I don't feel like posting it. Now I'm like, I should have posted the damn thing. Well, wow, so, okay. I'm looking at popular it. Now.
0: So I saw him I saw him play it a couple times where he could only get it to play once. Um, but he still won. Like, it, it, and they were, it was winning by forfeits. He wasn't winning by, like, actually winning the route. People were like, well, fuck this. Just leave.
2: <laughs> well, it sucks, man. When, they, when you do a triple Maruna and it just, like, starts locking them all over. Like, even the triple Harpies are nuts, man. Yeah, fifteen point slam, fifteen point slam. It, it's brutal.
0: <laughs> oh, that
2: the okay, I I mean, I don't. I, I'm missing
3: like three cards, and I can make this deck. The missing. thing
2: is, I did it right before they got rid of the monster leader ability. Was it Death Shadow? Oh yeah, I it used worked, to do that
3: all the time with. Yeah, the, it works better like that. I did that with double Dead Laugh and double um, Ruhin just to, for just for jokes. Cause what you
2: did was you'd basically play the Karen Thier, destroy the Karen Thier, play the Karen Thier, right? <laughs> then you'd use a renew on the Karen Thier, oh, God. And then you could even play the original one, getting four. Holy crap. But yes. the thing is when they took away the leader ability yeah. And the extra because it had 16 I'm like well this isn't gonna work anymore and I built it like about a few days before they got rid of that so I was pissed I'm like man this is like the thing and it was winning the pro
0: yeah well I bet because nobody freaking probably like ever, ever seen they had no idea what
2: they were seeing yeah exactly. it was actually a joke man
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. so we're we're coming up to the 28 30 minute mark we try to keep it relatively short not too long, not too short, so people can, like, listen to the way to work or whatever. Uh, what do you guys um, – what are we talking about next episode? We, I guess rest? we'll have to maybe talk about uh, the patch, what's new with oh, the game. yeah, patch. We got to talk about Skoyatel too. We haven't talked about Skoyatel.
3: Yep, that'll be Lewinsky's uh, yeah. shining, we'll
0: shining time. We'll just sit back, kick our feet up, and just listen.
3: Yeah, should <laughs> definitely talk us today. So,
0: so be ready
1: got yeah,
3: so. <laughs> <laughs> to, wait to prepare for that
0: so wh- why don't we take the five or six minutes to talk about the website?
3: Let's yes, see. let's talk about all the work that dark has been doing behind the scenes, slaving away. I've barely yeah, done thank any you for that <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: one of those things where like I-, I believe in when you first launch something, you have to slam it with content for like an entire month because if you don't, then yeah. Things fall off, but you guys are doing just as much work. Just so you know that, like, just because I'm putting on the website doesn't mean you're not doing as much.
2: Tomorrow I'll get to it. I swear. (laughs) He says that. We'll see. Listen, I'm uh, I'm probably not going to be streaming tomorrow just because it's that time of season. So I'm going to get your content done as the syndicate ambassador. Make sure you guys have that information so you can post it. Um, And then we'll come back when the patch update happens. And you know we know what we're doing and Start streaming later on this week, so. so
0: yeah. So, pretty much the website is the Barkeeps radania. I posted it in the chat for anyone who's listening live. We've pretty much just added mostly cosmetics now, uh, a way to get in contact with us as members. We've added faction pages. I actually just put our first post today. I'm hoping to eventually add a forum into the website, but right now it's just blog posts with comment sections. So, um, Dark, do we want
3: to let him in on the thing that we've discussed previously before? I don't I don't remember. We're still on uh, recording. Hey, you Paul. secrets? Yeah. So, um, I believe me and Dark were talking about potentially opening up a merch store for Ooh. the Bargains. Yep. Look at that.
0: There's a lot of things coming around. There's a lot of ideas floating around. It's it's one of those things where we got to gauge the interest of the people. You know, it's a lot of work. Exactly. It's well, work. I would like
2: my. Bar keeps coffee mug and hat,
0: please. Yeah, we, we gotta have like the office because where you lift it up and it's just your face, you know, on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we
3: yeah. Everybody take a picture so that way you can appear on the next coffee mug.
2: Just
0: yeah. this it.
3: stupid cup has the logo of my former employer
2: on it, so I have to turn it the other way while I'm streaming. <laughs> so
1: I have, I'm. I i, I do not even have a logo. Have a logo.
2: <laughs> that looks more like an ashtray than a cup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I have I have my current employer on my cup, and I just hold it the other way. Just I don't know. I just I automatic think.
3: shout out to the to the people that keep us alive. I don't my current employer didn't you. give me a cup.
0: Where to find me? You know? But yeah, so yeah. I mean, the, the website's active, guys. Thank you for all the support you've given us over the last couple of days. It's actually, been, it's actually been pretty fantastic and I've actually looked into like SEO and analytics and getting like a team put together to like look into keywords and like my mind's just exploding. Like I've never, never knew that web design got that in depth. Like it's not just coding, it's how do you promote your channel and make it pop up in keywords and Google and how do you get to the top of Google and all that crazy shit, like it's just nuts.
3: Absolutely nuts! Yeah, I never knew that was a thing. Like I said, when you were telling me about that last night, when we were, you know, getting everything set up, I was just like, "That's a thing." I mean, I knew it. Just like I thought, you just paid somebody and Google put it up there, and like the all went away. But yeah, away. If no one sees it, right? Yeah, it's all about the content, man. Yeah, so that's a- that's gonna be our ca- our catch line for our channels. It's all about the, Doing content. For the content. Doing it for yeah.
2: the content. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have watched me you know that's what I like to say every single time I do something stupid oh yeah it just doesn't get any better than this (laughs) you can't make this this up it's for the
0: content (laughs) I used to say to 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 my channel when I made a bad move they're like dude that was not the move you should have made I'm like I know exactly that's why you're watching this channel to see the moves not to make you know that's how I spin my bad plays
2: (laughs) the martyr of Gwent, remember?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I fall on the
2: sword for
3: you damn it exactly yeah, his, his MMR is tanking for us that's all it is exactly,
2: exactly. I sacrifice my MMR so you don't have to
0: exactly I'm doing, I'm doing God's work here you guys got anything else before we close up anything you want to say to the community you guys all know like always in the bottom of the comment section I will put you know where you can find the streamers to the follow them sub whatever you want to do show them some support but you guys got anything for the t- community
2: yeah, I just want to say thank you, guys, because I've been streaming for about three weeks now. been playing Gwen since pretty well at the beginning, but I'm new to Twitch. And even before I started streaming, I wasn't even on there watching videos. I had no idea you guys were all around and doing this thing. And I just got affiliated on the weekend by Twitch. It's really cool, and I just owe you guys a thank you for that, because Ez was actually the first one to ever comment to one of my videos, and uh, it all started from there, but the support has been phenomenal. And, you know, the continued support what's going to make us all continue to put out great content. So pat yourself on the back, guys. And it's Qcento one on Twitch. You'll see me. My schedule is there as well.
1: Same goes for me. Thank you for the welcoming into the community. Um, I've been, like, on Twitch for a very long time but never been streaming. So I'm new to streaming, new to Gwent. But... Yeah. She, um,
3: she's she's putting us to shame. She streams longer than both some people combines. I've been I seeing her rocking seven, eight sure. hour streams, and I'm like, how are no, you not tired?
1: Not, not <laughs> not tired I'm dead tired. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired falling, falling apart.
3: Yeah, she's streaming like she's streaming like you know she'll start her stream like around what six or seven o'clock you know our time so you know Central Eastern time, and she'll be up till like three or four in the morning, and I'm like, okay, it's got to be like seven a.m. for you, eight a.m. in the morning for you.
2: Remember yeah, the other night I, when I, I had a stream I, that was longer and I was such a baby about it? Yeah, I got you to stream at like midnight. in the morning, guys. I want to sleep.
1: <laughs> I got yeah, him to start to stream at And
3: then
2: he I was just like...
1: around 10 in my time in, in the evening. And I end up sitting here at 7 in the morning. <laughs> and crap. Like, oh, crap. That's a bit long. But yeah. Gwen got me hooked
2: nothing like a night of video games you see the sun coming up through the window your eyes
3: hurt and you go to sleep we created a monster we we robbed her from wow because you know she was stuck on wow and then all of a sudden now she's stuck on gwent she's not going back to wow anymore (laughs) i'm just kidding Uh, she's
0: going back to you, you never shake wow wow is something that's always creeping in the back it's the thing that follows you in the dark you know yeah, yeah, she's, she's definitely, she's definitely be gonna part. go.
3: To, she's definitely yeah. gonna go to the Shadowlands when it drops. though, for sure. Oh, I'm in Shadowlands. That's gonna, too.
0: yeah, that's gonna be her cyberpunk on WoW. Yeah, but like we were we were talking about, just to kind of close it up. This channel currently is a, is about Gwent now, but we hope in the future that we create annexes for the the barkeep's or Daniel that focus on multiple different games to give you multiple. A location for the the biggest and best games and actually get good content. That's what we're aiming for. But you know, we Rome wasn't built in a day, right? And two, you got to have something good before one thing that's good before you distribute seven things that suck. You know, quality over quantity. Yeah. So content. Yeah, like we're saying for the content.
1: content. Uh,
3: Exactly. So. Starting Friday? I won't be streaming until Friday, simply because I'm waiting for something exciting to come out. Uh, So I went and bought Star Wars Squadron. I don't know if anybody's a Star Wars fan, but uh, I will be streaming that come Friday.
0: So no streams in Friday.
3: Yep. uh... So I'm definitely
0: going to be playing that on
3: stream. I will be one of the first people probably in there the moment it drops. It's already been paid for, so we're good.
2: It's already guys like, uh, that I didn't actually watch all the movies. Yeah. I wouldn't be.
1: surprised. And I'm a trekkie. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a I'm a trekkie and Star Wars, but I have this thing where, like, when a mo- like a Star Wars movie comes out, I don't watch it for like a year. I let the hype like drop down so I can actually be like, all right, I'm gonna go watch it now. Yeah, I can't wait. Like the trailers
3: that Star Wars: Squadrons have released uh, have been incredible, and then um, you know, cause I've always been a huge Star Wars fan. I I live and die by that. My emote is one of us is a star Wars reference. So yeah.
1: Well, I'm a dry son.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll do another podcast about, you know, what's the best star Trek, uh, you know, next generation or deep space nine, but we'll, we'll keep it to Gwent right right now. But uh, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening to the podcast. As always, you know where to find us. And again, thank you so much for the support. If you need our website, it is, www.thebarkeepsoverdanian.com. Thanks again, guys, and we will see you soon. Peace.
1: Alright, take care.